0: Welcome to the Law Enforcement Guru, the podcast dedicated to inspire, motivate, educate, and prepare you for a job in law enforcement. Our conversations with industry experts, leading professionals, and on our own personal experience will help you navigate all aspects of the selection process and provide the edge you need to succeed. Now, here's your host, with over 30 years of experience, the law enforcement guru himself, Deputy Chief Tony Levitino. Welcome to episode number two of the Law Enforcement Guru podcast, where I will provide you the tips, tactics, and techniques to help you achieve your goal of becoming a law enforcement officer. I'm your host, retired Deputy Chief Tony Levitino, and I want to thank you for joining me today, and I know you'll find this episode valuable. We'll be talking about how to answer the fundamental question, why do you want to be a law enforcement officer, or its variation, why do you want to work for our agency? You might have to answer this question several times during your selection process. Every agency selection will be different and you need to be familiar with the various steps. Sometimes there's a brief interview with just one department member who reviews your personal history statement before approving you to advance the background investigation phase. The purpose of this preliminary interview is to screen for automatic disqualifiers, such as recent drug use. Even during this brief interview, you may have to answer why you're applying. Today, we'll dissect this question on the assumption that, you will need to have a more detailed answer during a formal in-person interview panel, also known as the Oral Board. For many agencies, this will include representatives from the Police Department, Human Resources Department, and perhaps even community members. They could be officers, sergeants, lieutenants, or even the chief or sheriff at smaller agencies. No matter what the panel's makeup, one or more interviewers will be on one side of the table, and you'll be all alone on the other side. For many agencies, the interview panel is after most of a candidate pool has been eliminated by the written and the physical agility tests. So congratulations if you made it this far. Before we get into how to answer questions, let's look into the interview panel's minds. Panel members are generally interested in your response. Every law enforcement officer has a real-life story of how and why they became a cop. These stories are compelling exciting, and speak to their drive, enthusiasm, and motivation to select the law enforcement career. If you've overcome obstacles in your life, it can positively reflect your grit and desire to reach your goal. It will give the panel a hint you might have what it takes to make through the selection process, survive the academy, and ultimately pass the one-year probationary period after you make it into the street. Panel members take their jobs very seriously, and they see themselves as the gatekeepers. What do do I mean by gatekeepers? They are the first line of defense against hiring somebody unsuitable for the position. Suppose the panel selects the wrong person, such as a lazy, unproductive, dishonest individual who manages to make it through the selection process, academy, and probationary period. In that case, they're stuck with a mediocre employee for 20 to 30 years. I've seen my fair share of mediocre employees were often more disrupted to the department and responsible for more than their fair share of citizen complaints. They were just on the job for a paycheck and not interested in contributing in any meaningful way. Nevertheless, all these marginal officers had one thing in common. All of them passed an oral board interview. The oral board can't predict an individual's future performance, but they can stop the unprepared from moving further through the selection process. Without a doubt, this is serious business, so don't treat this interview as if it were the written exam, or as long as you answer the questions correctly, you'll pass. There's more than just answering the questions in play here. You'll have to convince complete strangers within 30 minutes that you are better than all the other candidates they'll be interviewing or those who preceded you. Rest assured, by merely listening to this podcast, you've taken the first steps to ensure you'll rank higher than if you did nothing to prepare. Your goal is to be the top candidate or rank as near the top as possible. I have some news for you. Administering a hiring process is a costly proposition for agencies. They don't want to waste valuable time, effort, and resources selecting, training, and equipping you to do a job if you can't even articulate why you want it in the first place. So how do you formulate the proper response to this question? The answer is to start by being honest with why you want to be a peace officer. Without a doubt, I guarantee the first question in any entry-level interview panel will be, why do you want this job? So it doesn't matter if you're applying for the position of butcher, baker, or candlestick maker, every employer will generally ask you this fundamental question, and it's by no means specific to law enforcement. It is a fair question, and since it's typically the first question asked, it can often set the tone for responses to the questions which will invariably follow. If you can't articulate an appropriate answer, then chances are the candidate's interviewed after you can. More specifically for our purposes, you'll be asked, why do you want to be a peace officer or work for our agency? This question should be the one question in the interview that you get 100% correct and will be the only question asked by the panel members that they don't already know the answer to. How you answer this question could be the beginning of a productive interview or the beginning of a very painful experience. Throw on top of that the stress of having your future career on the line based on your performance. If you end up tongue-tied, can't formulate a coherent response, or are a nervous and stuttering wreck, you'll not pass the interview. In future episodes, I'll teach you how to precisely manage your emotions in these situations. But for now, we'll focus on the mechanism to handle this initial question. I'll start by saying there's no real right way to answer this question, but there are many wrong ways to respond. If you try to game your answer by telling the panel what you think they want to hear, like, I just want to help people or I just want to serve my community, without laying the proper framework, then prepare for blank stares from the other side of the table. They've heard this all before from the hundreds of interviewees preceding you. You don't want to start on the wrong foot for what could be a very long interview where you appear insincere and ill-prepared. Notice I didn't say unprepared. Ill-prepared means improperly trained, and unprepared is not trained at all. Our goal is to make you the most prepared candidate they will interview all day. So just throwing out there the standard, I want to help people, or I just want to serve my community, without elaboration, it will be reasonably obvious your answer was shallow and lacked context. They'll know you probably received some coaching from someone who didn't know what they were doing. So be careful getting random advice on how to pass the interview panel. If you ask 10 officers how to prepare for an interview, you would get 10 different responses. Most are not experts and only had one panel interview, and you'd have no idea if they aced it or barely passed by the skin of their teeth. It'd be best to talk to more experienced persons, such as sergeants or above, for more valuable advice. These ranks all require one or more panel interviews for each promotion but having access to seasoned individuals is not easy. That's where you can let me pick up the slack and help you. If you add up all my promotional and specialty assignment interviews, I've taken 35 of them. Newsflash here. I failed many of my earlier interviews until I developed a strategy to study the material and prepare for the stress. Some of these strategies we'll discuss now and others will leave for future episodes. Remember, you are potentially competing against several hundred other applicants for what could be only a few available positions. It would be best to be better prepared than the next person, more qualified, and exude confidence without sounding arrogant to obtain the highest ranking and thus have a better shot at getting hired. Excellent matters here, people. I ask you, are you willing to put in the work? Many only aspire to mediocrity and are unwilling to put in the time and effort to improve themselves and prepare for the application and selection process. I guarantee if you commit to preparing, you'll have a better chance of standing out from the pack than if you had never prepared at all. Remember the seven P's. Proper preparation prevents piss-poor police performance. To prepare to answer why you'd want to work for a specific agency, I want you to think back to the exact moment you first became interested in law enforcement as a career. For me, it was at the age of 10 when my older brother started with the Los Angeles Police Department, but I'll save my story for a different episode. Your answer begins at your earliest recollection of what attracted you to law enforcement. As I said, every panel member has their own story and can tell you the exact moment they decided, so call your decision the aha moment. So I ask you now, what was your aha moment? Let me tell you about what happened a few weeks ago. I stopped at a major chain bookstore to look for a new career preparation textbook to review for this podcast. A 20-something guy was standing in front of the section that I wanted to check out and was wearing medical scrubs, so I naturally assumed he was a medical student reviewing a medical exam test book. Just as I was about to ask him to step aside, I saw he was holding the California test prep guide known as the California Pellet B Exam. The Pellet B is a standardized written test used by many California agencies, and the acronym stands for Peace Officers Standards and Training Entry-Level Law Enforcement Test Battery. I told him, if you're taking the Pellet B, then that's the book to get. He looked at me like I was a mind reader. He asked, uh, do you know about these? I said, yeah, I might know a thing or two. I was a cop for over 30 years. So he introduced himself as Rob and said he was an EMT working for an ambulance service, so that explained the medical scrubs. His ambulance service contracts with a city for medical transports, and he frequently has interaction with the police department. During one of his ambulance runs, an officer started talking to him about police work's advantages, thinking he might be a good candidate. The officer gave him the recruiting sergeant's name, who later recommended he pick up the Pellet B study manual. Being familiar with that agency, I said, "Uh, so Sergeant Johnson told you to buy the book. Uh, His jaw dropped and he said, yeah, do you know him? I told him I did and proceeded to tell him I was putting together this podcast to see if he'd been preparing. I asked him, why do you want to be a peace officer and can you tell me why you want to work for that agency? He was stumped and started to stammer a bit since he'd never thought about that specific question. And I most definitely had put this guy on the spot. Seeing he didn't have an immediate answer, I helped him through this analysis. Uh, Well, Rob, you already admitted you work closely with the police department, right? Uh, Yeah, all the time. We respond to traffic accidents and drug overdoses a couple times a week. So let me ask you what you thought of your interactions with the officers. Well, I thought they were always professional, courteous, and seemed to enjoy their jobs. So in other words, they projected an impressive professional appearance and demeanor And you thought, I could do that job. And that was the spark that kindled your interest in law enforcement. Let me ask you, was that your aha moment? He said, yeah, that's exactly it. After that, I went on their website to get more information about the hiring process. And I bet they pay more than driving an ambulance also, right? He said, yeah, they they do, and they have better benefits too. So a nice thing to say, if ever asked why you applied to their agency— would be the city's officers were their most effective recruiting tool and inspired you to apply for their agency. At that point, I could see his eyes light up and he understood what a proper response to the question would be. He immediately asked if he could hire me as a coach. I just laid the foundation for his perfect answer, which was honest, genuine, and most importantly, believable. So let's break this question of why you want to be a law enforcement down into logical answers for you. Note, this is likely to be what we term an opening statement. The first question could be, why do you want to work for our agency? Or why do you want to be an officer? Or what have you done to prepare? Or another variation is, before we begin, is there anything you'd like to say? One approach I frequently use is what I call a three-part response. Simply, your answer will have three essential parts, a beginning, middle, and end. The beginning would be, when your first spark of interest in law enforcement occurred. It's an opportunity to tell the panel why you're there in the first place. For some of you, maybe a relative, acquaintance, an officer who did a presentation at your school, or even this podcast was the first exposure you had to law enforcement. Perhaps you were in the military, and others talked about what they were going to do post-discharge, which inspired you. Remember, the beginning is about the spark that kindled the flame. The middle portion of your response is when you threw some smaller sticks onto the kindling to turn that spark into a flame. Here, you explain to the board the actions you took after identifying your interest in law enforcement. You may have researched the profession online, went on a ride-along, or even applied to an agency. It should be the actions you took that solidified your resolve to move forward towards your career goal. If you were in the military... You could talk about how you see law enforcement as an extension of your service and the opportunity to work in a team environment towards a common goal. The end of your response is where you tie the beginning and the middle to your conclusion, which is why you want to work for their agency specifically. The interview board will not want to hear an exhausting list of all your reasons, but pick two or three of the ones which resonate with you and seem the most genuine genuine. You can mention the pay, benefits, opportunities for advancement, or diversity of assignments, to name a few. I've heard hundreds of crazy response, responses from applicants who failed to prepare. One of them was, hey, I saw a recruitment board and was bullied in high school, and I want to make sure that doesn't happen to any other kids. That's a true response. My immediate thoughts were this guy wanted the badge and the gun to bolster his self-esteem and would likely become a bully himself. In any event, it was not an appropriate response. Your answers and or conclusion should include the action steps you took culminating in the interview today. As I'll detail in future episodes, you should always know a great deal about an agency you're applying for since the second most asked question is, why do you want to work for our agency? In preparation for your response, you need to do your homework. It could be best if you would be uh, avail yourself of the opportunity to interact with the agency's officers. It could mean attending a community event sponsored by the agency, such as National Night Out, or their recruitment booth at a job or county fair, and especially if they offer ride-alongs where you can spend a shift riding with an officer. Make sure you get the name of the officer and mention their name in your response. A response could be, I rode with Officer Smith three weeks ago on the night shift, and we had an exciting shift. That experience made me even more excited excited about uh, becoming a police officer with the fill-in-the-blank, the the All-City Police Department. Along these lines, I'll be doing a future podcast specifically about ride-alongs, and you'll want to listen to that episode before you even try and set one up with an agency. So exactly how do you prepare an appropriate response? The best way to construct your answer is to get yourself a sheet of notebook paper and at the top write, Why do you want to be a peace officer? Question mark. Then handwrite your answer on just the front side of the paper. Limiting it to one side will generally keep your answer under two minutes and prevent rambling on the, off on a tangent. I highly recommend you handwrite your response because we know from neuroscience that handwriting increases neural activity in specific parts of the brain that are similar to meditation. You'll likely construct a better response if you uh, write than if you type your answer. It will also force you to think more about your word choices and allow better retention and recall. Handwriting is superior to typing on a word processor. However, if you absolutely can't put pen to paper, then by all means fire up your laptop Next, walk away for a few hours and come back and reread it and see if it makes sense. Revising as necessary and leave again and come back and review later. Keep doing this process until you're satisfied with the results. To check the flow and understandability, read it aloud and record it using your phone. Listen to the playback and make adjustments as necessary. Then, although it will be very painful, have someone else listen to your recorded response for their feedback. After you've incorporated any changes and are satisfied with your responses and length, you can type your answer electronically. Keeping a digital file on your computer, laptop, or tablet, which will allow you to review documents on your phone if all your documents sync across several platforms, is a great way to study. Although you'll think of me as old school, I also recommend you transcribe the perfected answer on a 3x5 index card and make it a flashcard. I've done this to prepare for every promotional interview, and it's never failed. I completed dozens of flashcards I could carry in my pocket and study at any time. I'll leave the study material organization and study strategies for a topic for a later podcast. For now, I'll wrap up this discussion with an example of a possible answer to the question, why do you want to be a police officer, from the perspective of my EMT friend, Rob, from the bookstore. So, after walking into the interview and while maintaining eye contact, Rob firmly shakes each panel member's hands while saying, it's a pleasure to meet you, as they introduce themselves. They offer Rob a seat, and he sits down with both feet, flat on the ground, with his hands in his lap. The sergeant seated on the other side of the table explains the interview format and tells Rob to relax, and the board will ask him a series of questions to which he should respond to the best of his ability. Rob says he understands, and the sergeant asks the first question. Rob, why do you want to work for the All City Police Department? Rob begins his response by looking directly at the sergeant and says, First, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to speak to you today. I can honestly say that until recently, I'd never really contemplated a career in law enforcement until I had several interactions with members of your department. As you can see from my application and resume, I work for the ABC Ambulance Service servicing the all-city police and fire departments. Over the past year, I've responded to traffic collisions, medical aids, and transports necessitating interaction with your officers. I look forward to those calls as they always were more exciting than the typical private hospital transfer. Over a few months, I responded to several scenes with Officer Smith and Jones, and we eventually were on a first-name basis. During one transport and arrestee to the hospital, Officer Jones asked me what I was going to do with the rest of my life. I told him I had to drop out of college to help my mom and hope to go back, but wasn't sure yet. At this point, I'd say he started to recruit me. He told me he loved his job at the All-City Police Department. It was a great organization to work for, how much he was being paid, which was substantially more than I made, and mentioned the great benefits. He liked working in a team environment, the opportunities for advancement, And the department would even pay for some of my college tuition. I was very interested, and he provided Sergeant Miller's phone number in the personnel department. I called Sergeant Miller, who set up a ride along for me three weeks ago. I rode with Corporal Cassidy on a Friday night, and it was nonstop, call to call, and I loved it. I knew right then I would do whatever it takes to work for the All City PD. I started working out a bit harder and then I learned as much as I could about the All-City PD. I did very well on the physical agility test, and I know I scored high on the written test. I'm motivated, a hard worker, and a team player, and I know I'd make an excellent officer. Rob's now given an excellent response. Assuming he delivered it smoothly and efficiently, it makes answering the subsequent questions easier. A candidate who exudes confidence and presents a well-reasoned answer may have impressed the board immediately. They might even cut him some slack due to the halo effect, which is a psychological phenomenon giving positive attributes to a person based on first impressions. That is the basic framework for building a correct response to why you want to work for an agency. If you follow this formula, you'll impress the panel members who will eagerly await your answer to the next question. I'll wrap up episode number two And I implore you to grab a sheet of paper and begin writing a response while this podcast is fresh in your mind. We've covered how to analyze your motivations, study, and respectfully respond to the interview panel's questions. For more information, you can always go to lawenforcementguru.com and make sure to join my email list. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app and join my private Facebook page by searching for the Law Enforcement Guru. If you have any questions about this podcast or any other services available to help you survive the law enforcement application and selection process, you can always email me at tony at com. If you don't ever want to give up on your dreams, persistence always pays off. I'll leave you with these words from Thomas Edison, who said, the three great essentials to achieve anything worthwhile are, first, hard work, second, stick to and third, common sense. Thanks again for joining me, and I'll see you in the next episode. Now that you've finished this episode of the Law Enforcement Guru, it's time to take your education even further by visiting our webpage for valuable resources like show notes on today's episode, videos, blogs, and downloadable content to make you even more marketable long before you enter the interview. You can find all this and more on lawenforcementguru.com.